0: J.K.P. Films presents If Cain were able
1: A month goes by in a blink of an eye. One day, in Eve's house, Tristan and Paul are crying in their cot. Eve tries to feed them milk, one at a time, but they won't stop crying. She tries to burp them, one at a time, but still, they continue to cry. She puts each of them back in their cot and tries reading her book on raising babies to them.
2: Please, stop crying.
1: Eve changes the twins' nappies. They still keep crying.
2: What's wrong? Please, stop crying. Mummy's new to this, so you need to help me out. Hi, darling. I need your help. I've tried everything in the books, but the twins won't stop crying
3: and they won't eat. Eve, calm down. Everything is going to be okay. Try not to get so worked up. Remember, if you get tense, then the twins will get tense because they feed off of your emotions. I'll be there in less than 30 minutes. Don't worry, darling. The
4: twins and everything will be okay.
1: Meanwhile, in a secret location somewhere in London...
4: Don't talk yet. Wait until we get in the bunker. Okay. Did any of the neighbours see
3: anything? No, and quite strangely. All of the recordings from the neighbour's camera went on the
4: blink from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock on the 15th of March. The neighbours of both the MPs? Yes. Hmm. Things just seem to be getting stranger and stranger. Coincidence? I think not. Can you get any examples of some of the videos from the missing MP's neighbor security cameras? I'm one step ahead of you. I've
3: already got two of each of their neighbours' videos.
4: Brilliant. I know someone who can check, see if they've been tampered with. What about local CCTV cameras? I
3: spoke to my friend and mysteriously the two cameras on either end of Charlotte Reefs Road and the four around Helena Clark's house were all on the blink that day.
4: Again? Coincidence? Or proof that something is amiss? Hmm. Could be either. Did you manage to get the keys for both of the missing MP's houses? Yes. Good. Let's go visit each of the MP's houses now and see if we can find anything the police didn't.
3: Whose house do you think we should visit
4: first? Helena Clark. Because her baby was found at home alone on the day she disappeared.
3: Are you swaying more on the side of coincidence with the evidence from this case so far, or proof of foul play?
4: Professionally, I haven't made a decision yet, but my gut is telling me something is very wrong here. And over the years I've learned to listen to my gut, because it rarely leads me astray.
3: My gut has been telling me the exact same thing since I started this investigation.
4: I did some background research on the missing MPs, and both of them said some pretty damaging things about Kelly Shields before they went missing. I'll take the downstairs, and you take the upstairs. Let's do this as thoroughly as we can, because we might not ever get another chance to come here again. When you finish, meet me in the living room, okay?
3: Did you find anything?
4: Yes. Helena and Charlotte Reef were trying to build a case about the illegality of Kelly Shield's government so they could bring her down. That
3: means Kelly had a motive. I think we should check if there have been any more unexplained missing persons since the virus struck and if they have anything in common. That seems
4: like a good idea.
1: Eleven years later, Eve and her twins make their way to the edge of a road. Eve looks at Tristan.
4: Hold my
2: hand, Tristan.
1: The traffic light signals that it's time to go. They walk across the street and make their way home. When they reach there, Tristan goes up to his bedroom. Inside his room, there are parts of computers, electronic devices and science stuff everywhere. Tristan is busy trying to build something at his desk.
2: Come in. It's past your bedtime, darling. You need to go to bed.
4: Please, mum. I'm close to a breakthrough.
2: Okay, darling. One more hour... And then you need to go to bed.
1: An hour later, Tristan went to bed. And before long, night turned to day. The next morning, Paul and Eve Hope are in their kitchen. Can me and
5: Tristan go to different secondary schools? Why? I need my space. I mean, I love my brother and everything. but I need space to find out who I am as Paul Hope, instead of always being Paul and Tristan Hope.
2: I get it, darling. I understand it can't always be easy for you to be known for just you. But how about we make a compromise? I'll get the secondary school to put you in different classes, that way your classmates can get to know you as an individual, but you can still look out for your little brother from afar.
5: Hmm. Well, I guess it's better than nothing. Mum, you know Tristan is not really my little brother, right? We're the same age. He's only minutes younger than me.
2: But he's so fragile, darling. And he always has been. So have we got a deal?
1: Yes. A few months pass by. Paul and Tristan start secondary school. Tristan tries to hang out with his brother at school, but Paul shuns him. Paul Hope becomes more and more popular at school, whereas Tristan is a loner. Initially, the bullies stared clear of Tristan because it was obvious that he was Paul's brother, but when they realised that Paul had no time for his identical twin, they started to bully Tristan. No matter what the bullies ever did to Tristan, he never told on them or fought back.
6: Look at him. He just irritates me. He's always a teacher's pet and he acts as if he's better than the rest of us. Isn't he Paul Hope's brother? And so what? Is that supposed to mean anything to me? I just thought You just thought what, Byron? I thought you wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of Paul Hope. First of all, ain't nobody here scared of Paul Hope except maybe you. And secondly, Paul doesn't even like his brother. So even if I was scared of Paul Hope, Tristan Hope would still be fair game. I didn't mean any disrespect, Ricky. I wasn't trying to say you were scared of Paul or anything. Oh, whatever. Let's just go relieve Tristan Holt's pockets of his pocket money before I get bored and decide to relieve you of yours. You what? You heard me. Why do we have to take it there? You always have to push it and get disrespectful. I was just asking a question. Byron, stop it. You ain't fooling anyone. We all know that you're shook. And let's get his pocket money now and then we can continue this later. Hey, loser.
2: What was that for, Ricky? Don't
6: chat back to me.
2: I wasn't trying to answer you back.
6: Just give us your money, Tristan.
2: Okay, okay, I'll give
4: it to you. Just please stop punching me.
6: You'll soon learn the drill, but until you do, I'm gonna be your own personal problem.
1: One day, Roberta Marquez, who is Paul Hope's best friend, sees what the bullies are doing to Tristan and then she rushes to Paul.
7: Paul, Gavin and Ricky are beating up Tristan right now. You have to help him.
5: You sound just like my mother right now. It's always Tristan this or Tristan that.
7: I don't get it. He's your brother for God's sake. Your twin brother at that. And you seem to have so much hate for him. It's all about Tristan,
5: isn't it? It's always about poor little Tristan. Who needs to be wrapped up in cotton wool and looked after by everyone.
7: Oh, forget this. Best friend or not, I'm definitely not about to stand here and have a pity party with you, while someone who looks exactly like you is getting pulverised by three goons. Leave him alone!
1: Oh, butt out, with are better.
7: Uh. I said leave him alone!
1: Ricky kicks Tristan in the stomach. Tristan lets out a moan. Uh. And then... Ricky and his goons square up to Roberta. Before any of the bullies can say a word, Roberta right-hooks Ricky and he crumples to the ground. She then uppercuts Trevor and knocks him clean out. Gavin looks at his two friends who are now sprawled out on the ground and then runs away. Roberta walks up to Tristan and helps him up.
7: Are you okay? (sighs)
4: Olive, thank you for helping me.
7: Don't mention it but why didn't you fight back? I hate violence. But they were giving you some serious beatdown. I wasn't about to let their anger and hatred change who I am. Hmm, I hear you. That's all good and well, and I respect your Gandhi-esque dance. By next time, please at least try and block the blows. I mean, if I didn't come when I did, who knows when they would have stopped using you as their personal bignada. Thanks again,
4: and I promise next time I'll at least duck.
1: Paul angrily looks at Roberta and Tristan talking. His resentment towards his brother simmers throughout the day, and his anger leads to him giving Roberta the silent treatment for two days. On the third day, Roberta walks up to Paul in the school playground.
7: Okay, let's have it. Let's have what? What's been bothering you in regards to me for the last two days?
1: Nothing's bothering me.
7: So, you haven't been giving your only best friend the silent treatment for the last two days?
5: You know I'm angry.
7: Okay. If you're not going to use your words like a big boy, I'll have to spit it out for you. You're angry because I stuck up for Tristan, right?
5: Ding, ding, ding. You've got it in one guess. I mean, you more than anybody else knows how I feel about him. But you've still stuck up for him.
7: You see, that right there is what I don't understand about you. I've known you since we were in nursery together and you've always stuck up for those who are getting bullied, even if you don't like them. So what makes Tristan so different?
1: Meanwhile, at the Guardian newspaper office building.
3: Oh my God, this is even bigger than I initially thought. All of those people on the board over there who went missing after the Titan virus struck all spoke out against Kelly Shields government or refused to do the things Kelly's government told the general public to do.
4: That can't just be coincidence. If it was just a handful, then we could say it was just a fluke. But with this many people, We have to see it as a mysterious situation worth investigating further. We need to find a way to prove that there's been foul play in these cases. Let's see if we can talk to the police officers who investigated these cases.
1: The next day, Tristan Hope is in an adventure playground with a number of local kids. Ricky Tomlins walks up to Tristan.
6: Hey loser. Reply when I'm speaking to you Tristan. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna give you one free punch.
0: Fight! Uh, Fight! uh, Fight! 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 Fight!
5: Fight! uh,
6: fight, uh, fight. Come on, what type of a boy are you? Are you even a boy? Fight back!
1: Paul Hope just walks on by as Ricky Tomlins punches his brother in the left temple. Tristan Hope collapses to the ground. Paul continues to walk to the swings. He sits on one of the swings and begins swinging. Three years later, on a cold and dark winter's night, a police car is driving down Fuller Road.
7: At this
3: address. I'll be there within 20 minutes.
1: Simone puts on her evidence gathering gloves, takes out her flashlight, and walks up to the front door. She examines it and confirms that it is locked. Simone then surveys the area around the house whilst making her way to the back. Once she reaches the back of the house, she looks into the living room through the French door window. She drops her flashlight. Inside the house, a woman's lying in a pool of blood, her baby boy sitting next to her. The baby's covered in blood and in his hands he holds a blooded knife. After a few seconds, Simone shakes her head and presses the button on her radio.
3: Dispatch, this is PC Simone Craig. I need urgent backup and an ambulance at 219 Leopold Crescent. I repeat, I need urgent backup and an ambulance at 219 Leopold Crescent. I've got a female victim here who's lost a lot of blood and who might be dead. Um, we'll also need to involve children's services as there was a baby here.
2: We'll have a backup team, children's services and an ambulance with
3: you
1: shortly, PC Craig. Simone checks the French doors, they're locked. She takes a credit card out of her back pocket and slides it between the strike plate and the latch of the door lock. It opens. Once she's inside the living room, Simone tries to make her way closer to the bleeding woman, but the baby guards the bleeding woman while keeping its eyes on Simone's every move. Every time Simone moves forward, the baby points the knife at her. After a few attempts, Simone stands still.
3: It's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. Everything is going to be okay. I just want to check on your mother. She looks like she needs some help. Will you allow me to help her?
1: The baby puts down the knife, slides it away, and then starts crying. Simone checks the mother's pulse. There is no pulse, the mother's dead. A little while later, backup, children's services, the crime scene photographers, an ambulance, and the Sokos arrive at the scene of the crime. They all put on protective clothing before entering the house the socos check the premises and the area around the house there is no sign of forced entry and none of the windows or doors are open apart from the door simone opened earlier the socos work throughout the night but still no evidence is found
0: hi my name's jonathan poku and i'm the writer and the director of this podcast If you would like to be informed about competitions, exclusive content and information about this show and other shows created by JKP Films, please go to www.jkpfilms.com and subscribe to our mailing list via the subscription box which is at the bottom of the page. In addition, if you would like to help us to continue to make this podcast and other projects, please feel free to go to www.jkpfilms.com and to donate as little or as much as you would like, via the donate button, which is at the bottom of the page. Please believe me, all donations are always appreciated. Oh yeah, if you would like to contact us, please email us at inquire at jkpfilms.com. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to hear from you.
5: A dream is born Brewing inside of us A dawn has come specks turn to stardust Too much to learn So little time to see To yourselves This is your odyssey Let the fire burn Let the quiet calm our hearts It's the end, end of our way. Save yourself, save yourself. Death will not be your fate. Let the fire burn, consume all my enemies. When the smoke clears from my sight, let the quiet come along